Good morning. And good morning. Yeah, it's a new year. Usually I do have, there we go. I do have them around, but I'm just wasn't sure if I wanted to put them on. I think I'm going to keep them on. <laughs> That's kind of cute. I don't know. Like I said, last year I put this on my profile picture, me and Sheldon, and I had it on there all year round. So this year I didn't even have to do anything. Oh, wow. <laughs> but what, you know, it's a new year and how's everybody doing? I don't know. Everybody is uh, kind of uh, taking it easy this morning, I guess, because, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, I'm doing I'm doing OK. I'm hanging in there. I'm excited for our guest because I'm hoping that uh, it's going to kind motivate of motivate everybody. Me. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm back at home. As everybody can see, I did spend from the 1st to the 21st in uh, Calgary and finally got home after supposing I was supposed to leave on the 19th. Flight got canceled. Plane wasn't working. Then I got delayed a bit and got back on the 21st and thankfully because my goodness there was not good stuff going on in the airports after that <laughs> lucky well a home. lot of your yeah i, I want to say you're lucky not you're lucky but um your flight got cancer canceled for uh different reasons yeah. but after after your flight got canceled there's a lot of flights that got canceled like thousands of flights that I got know canceled because of um, Omicron, who's uh, just <clears throat> kind of putting everybody out of commission these days. Yeah. yeah. It a is out of, of control out there. Yeah, a lot of uh, flight attendants and a lot of uh, a lot of uh, pilots got sick, so they were lacking in staff to run the plane. So, yeah. I'm or, or isolating, just uh, not yeah, just necessarily sick, but isolating. So it's kind of nice to see that people are taking it seriously and are isolating and doing what they're supposed to be doing, mm -hmm. as opposed to a poll yesterday that came out that said that 40% um, of the people go to work sick either way. Oh, my either. God. Yeah, because you know, like it's 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 normal. People have, uh, um, they it's it's a loss of income for a lot of people, yep. and so um, you know, they got the sniffles. They're gonna go to work. It's just the sniffles, right? Well, it's not just the sniffles anymore. Exactly. No, it, even when I got home on the twenty first, I self quarantined myself because I'd stepped off a plane. I was in an airport, right? So I just didn't go around my mom or my sister. My brother-in-law, I uh, stayed away till New Year's Eve. So I figured by then I had no symptoms. I should be okay. Everything is good. And uh, yeah. And so there's new changes that came about last week. And now um, the isolation period is actually five days, not 10 days anymore. It's I'm, just I don't, five I, days for those who are vaccinated. Okay. For those who are not vaccinated, it's still 10 days. Okay. And uh, for those who are immunocompromised oh, also, they should be isolating um, for 10 days. But um, still, it's just, um, you know, it's more of the flip-flopping that we've been seeing. And I know, you know, the science moves and the science changes and blah, blah, blah. But to me, it just makes absolutely no sense that a virus that was so contagious <laughs> and so bad that you had to isolate for two years, we had to isolate for 10 days, all of a sudden that virus 
mutates, becomes more virulent, and, and now more you're down contagious. To, and now you're down to five and now, days. And now we're down to five days. So to me, um, yeah, I don't buy that it's the science behind it. I, I buy that it's just that it's going to disrupt our uh, society because everybody's going to be isolating. And, you know, can you imagine if, um, you know, like it's it's bad enough right now our hospital is running uh, at um, low capacity because yeah. uh, 40 people have tested positive and they were anticipating other people to test positive in the next few days. Um, so that's disrupted, but imagine if like the cops get an outbreak or the fire people get an outbreak, firemen, yeah. you know, paramedics, like, that's paramedics. <laughs> like the, it could be really bad, you know? Yeah. So yeah. anyways, hope for the best uh, and hoping that, uh, 2022 is gonna do away with this darn pandemic. I just, um. <clears throat> I mean, the, the, really... the other way people are looking at it is, you know, everybody gets it, it kind of fades its way out, and it just becomes like the flu, you can get it, you know, and it's it's just going to become that kind of thing. I think that's maybe what they're hoping for. Well, Third yeah, unity and just hoping that it fades itself out. Mm -hmm. So but I mean, is it really? Um, I don't know. I don't know. I felt when I heard the announcements last week, I felt like the government had totally given up and 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 was just like, that's it. The pandemic's over. You know, it was such uh, different reactions from and on the same day from Ontario and Quebec, mm -hmm. like Quebec doubled down on their measures and on their stuff and Ontario just like, that's it. We're not testing anymore. They adopted mm -hmm. the, the Trump method kind yeah. of you know I let's not that. test we're not gonna have cases anymore um but in you know in, in another way i i totally understand that you know there are limited supplies and yep. and you know they're prioritizing the vulnerables and uh, anyway but you know i think cases should be counted yeah exactly that's anyway so we have betty healy here today to talk about positive stuff <laughs> And 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 uh, giving us insight on how to um, kind of set intentions, I guess, for the new year. Yep. Yeah. And um, so I'm going to bring Betty in right now. Good morning, Betty. Good morning. Good morning, <laughs> Betty. We are so happy to have you because <laughs> we're having such a hard time staying positive. Like the last little while has been rough. I mean, as you know, with not just COVID, but myself, I lost my dad in October. My oldest son, Christian, 33 years old, had a massive heart attack November 24th. So I've been struggling and I'm going to be struggling for a long time with my son's passing. But it's a new year. Got to look on the bright side. And that's why we have you here, Betty, because to me <laughs> and to Julia, you are the wise woman. Yes. You all, always know Thank what you. to say. That, that might be a big um, role to live up to. <laughs> no, but you always have such a good insight. And, and you know, um, I don't know if you know this, but my oldest, my, my 
my oldest of my second marriage, I should say, not my oldest, oldest, but he's a junior editor for The Seeker. So he reads all the, the stuff before it goes to print. And this month he read your column and he was like, I really like that. I really like what she's talking about. And I like the fact that it's not a resolution and, you know, it's just, and he was picking his words. So I'm going to let you talk about that a little bit and uh, what is it, what's different and, um, what, how can we choose a word for the year? Yeah, and well, thank you for the invitation. Um, I mean, I somebody asked me many years ago what my word of the year was, and I thought, uh, you know, it kind of caught me off guard because uh -huh. I really didn't have a sense of what they were talking about. And and then the other day I was going back, I, I keep a, I, instead of making vision boards, I, I started years ago, I'm going to say about 2016, I started something called the Vision Journal. And what I do is looks like something like this, you can see. Um, but it's all in a book. And uh, uh, I realized that um, I think it was 2019, I had picked a word of the year and the word was joy. And then I started thinking back about all, yes, we, we ended up it was pre just pre-COVID, of course, but um, and then last year I had chosen the word legacy, um, okay. and particularly the one yesterday when I was doing my vision board for this year's word, which is adventure. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I um, but when I was reviewing the word the board yesterday, I thought, oh my God, I just realized all the things that happened last year that were related to that. So the idea of a word of a year, at least in my interpretation of it, now this may not be what everybody else thinks, is like setting an intention. And now, and some people think, well, an intention is just another word for a resolution or a goal. And it really is not. An intention is really more about what is the energy that we want to engage to fuel our life around. And I say around, because as I began to think of the word of adventure, and I don't know exactly, I can't tell you exactly why I chose that word. It's just that as I began to think towards the end of the year, of uh, what my word of the year was going to be it just kept coming into my head and into and just did not want to go away like a you know a flashing sign and i mm -hmm. thought well i guess that's it i guess i better just accept it and move on <laughs> and sometimes that is what happens um so i thought well adventure gee you know what does that mean what could be adventure and travel um in in the last year although i am a slightly older than probably many of your viewers. I've returned to work on an amazing project for women and particularly for female physicians. I was invited uh, late April to begin participating in this project, which began, which is going to launch fully this coming year. And, and that for me really dealt with that kind of legacy issue because mm -hmm. I really do want to have the ability to work with women and particularly to help women to appreciate themselves and step into their power and so on. So I think that's going to be a great adventure this year, uh, launching that program. So, you know, it influences, it's not like a word that's just like some people say, well, adventure must mean travel. Uh -huh. Well, not necessarily. It, life can be an adventure and that's really kind of the idea. So I start each day now by simply saying uh, my word of the year is adventure. Nice. 
And I also do, I often add to that, may that adventure be in my highest good. That's, yeah, that's good. That's perfect. Yeah. And and the, the highest good uh, piece of any intention is really important because highest good means it's going, it's kind of like a protective bubble. It's not going to say, my leash you learned uh, recently, um, not all lessons in life. Are, are perfect, ideal, and they're not all pain-free. No. Mm -hmm. And we don't always understand why those things happen in the time frame they happen and mm -hmm. all of those things. Yet years later, we may look back and say, oh, that's why. Yeah. And that's, that's the idea of highest good, is that it's, um, it's leading us somewhere. There is a destination, a higher spiritual destination that we are not able to see in our human form, but that we can ask guidance for. And that's why I, I think that um, an intention, I attract all that is in my highest good, is it's sort of like a daily mantra for me. Mm -hmm. uh, and, um, and, and yeah, sometimes I go, you know, freaking, you know, a few words because... <laughs> I know that something's happening and I know it's probably going to be in my eyes good, but it sure as hell doesn't feel good in that moment, you know? Yeah. So, um, but for your viewers to choose a word and if they have a chance to read your column, it's, it's, it's pretty well outlined there, but a good place to start is just uh, thinking back on 2021 and saying, Oh, what was less than perfect that I'd like to switch up? So, you know, yeah, I mean, if my Lisa, if we used uh, your um, your example, there was a lot of loss in your family. So the antithesis to that, or the other aspect of that, I'd like to I'd love for twenty twenty one to be a time when my family really comes together. Uh -huh. You know, just to kind of and feel that kind of family support for the grieving process and so on. So, uh, an uh, an example of an intention in that sense might be I'm an attra I'm attracting. Uh, family and community which who which support me unconditionally because lots of times people will judge grief yeah and nobody knows nobody knows what one person is going through mm -hmm. so you know just so I attract a community that uh, that supports me through this time mm -hmm. and you notice how that's not attached to I'm attracting specific people. There's no time frame associated with it. It's it's really an open. And when when you say I attract a community of people who supports me at this time, you you're also opening it up to people you may not even realize are who are there supporting you. Yeah, I'm exactly. taking notes. <laughs> that's what you were doing, actually. But, yeah. but it's true. That's a, a really good way of doing it yeah you're not and, you know they may be supporting you silently like you you don't know like every yeah. morning when one of my tradition my one of my morning rituals when i'm doing my uh, meditation is to say uh call in prayers uh for people and i don't always know who needs my prayers so often i'll just say and i send out pray prayers and blessings to all those in my circle of friends and family who need those prayers at this time mm -hmm. whom i am not aware of and it's kind of so intention in that sense is an energy field that we want to gift ourselves and gift the world. Mm -hmm. And it's important to be able to gift ourselves with it first, because the more we gift it here, the more we have to give. Exactly. That, you know, it's kind of an inward outward process in that sense. 
So as we think back on 2021, we can think of things that weren't so perfect, but we could also think of things that were, oh my God, just, you know, awesome. And I, I think of the opportunities I had to work with women last year, and I certainly uh, want to continue that. And I think that's where the adventure kind of came from, because um, I want to be curious and understand ways in which I could do things that I may not have been doing them up till now. So that's the kind of the adventure piece, because it's showing me in my view or my understanding of my interpretation of adventure. It's show me things that I don't already know. Right. Hmm. So that's um, a good way is just to start. Now, that's as I say, that's my word. It's not my husband's word. His is different. Um, but the other thing is when you is to think about a circumstance where you felt really fulfilled or grounded or curious or just like at um, you know full and mm -hmm. and visualize what that moment was like and what was motivating energy behind that was it love or was it joy was it uh, oh gosh I just feel such gratitude right now what what was it and that also begins to give you a hint as to what you may want to adopt as your word of the year so i uh, in the column you were talking about three words initially yeah so i yeah so i the uh, the, the suggestion was to start uh, actually start by writing down a list of all the words that you might possibly think of being so i mean i had uh, I had a whole list of them, and I think I put them in the uh, column. And things like abundance, gratitude, joy, love, peace, compassion. Uh, these are words that keep cir circulating uh, for me. And and then as um, write them all down, write as many as you can think of. Don't judge anything. Uh -huh. uh, the one thing uh, one of my friends said to me the other day, well, I want non-something. Um, that's not a good word. That's no. not a good word of the year. Non anything means the non drops off and you get exactly what you don't want. So if you said, for example, I want nonviolence, that's not really what you want. You really want peace. Yeah. So you want to make sure that the words that you're choosing are words that are worthy of your focus and, and that uh, the, our brains and the universe doesn't recognize a non or I don't, I, I don't want. Thing. And then as Julie, Julie, as you said, narrow it down, like read the list over and over again and just choose the three words that pop out to you. They're the ones that keep coming out and almost create um, like a resonance for you. Like, oh, my God, I can feel that, you know, like like joy is another one for me. And I don't think that'll ever go anywhere. And I've been doing a lot of work in the last two years with compassion. And so those words are always still, I think, in the background, you know, uh, percolating. So I, I so I got to my three, and then I I I usually say to myself, so let's say the, the three words were joy, compassion, and adventure. And I said to myself, so if I if I am I already joyful, and and I can say, well, not 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 a hundred percent of the time, mm -hmm. but you know, a good portion of the time, I feel that way. And, and what about compassion? Oh, I've done a lot of work in compassion. I feel like that's, I need to move it beyond that. Okay. Compassion comes off the list. What about joy, joy and adventure, joy and adventure. If I had more adventure, would I have more joy? Oh, maybe. Mm -hmm. I would. So maybe adventure comes first. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of saying what would lead to the next. Mm -hmm. Kind of a process of elimination. Yep. Yeah. yeah. 
That's good. The word that the word that stands out for me this year is balance. That's a great one. Yeah. I uh, keep seeing, you know, you, you, you're the lady with the road signs, right? And so I keep seeing this word popping in shows and other, you know, like signs and, and, and stuff that I'm reading. And it just keeps popping at me, balance. And I think that's, uh, that's missing in my life right now. I need, a, I need more balance. So I think that's what I'm going to focus on. And Julia, that's a great way. That's a great other way to attract your word of the year. Like if, if there's been things and you've been reading or shows you've been watching, whatever, and, and one word or, or a theme keeps popping up for you, like, and doesn't want to go away. It's like, it is, it is a sign. So maybe that's a great way to choose your word for the year. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Mylise? Any thoughts? <laughs> I knew you were going to ask me. I've kind of, <laughs> I'm like, okay. Can I think quick enough? I uh, I haven't really thought of anything as of yet, but I'm going to definitely yeah. do that today because, like I say, I need that motivation right now and to start my new year. So one of the I, I, I'm not sure why you need to know this, but I just hear it for you. I think one of the things that you may want to focus on this year it could it, it may be a focus it may be your word of the year would be compassion but specifically self-compassion that's that's probably good a good idea yeah that's probably a good word yeah. and, i know and, no continue no i know you were talking about family and community and stuff but i mean at the end of 2021 my family did come together not as I had intended, but with Christian's passing, I ended up spending most of my December in Calgary with my daughter and my youngest son and, and my ex in small doses because we did visit. <laughs> you know, we did visit a little bit. Obviously, we we uh, we got along for that reason. But again, it wasn't something I had intended to do. Mm -hmm. But I was so glad that I got to visit with my kids mm -hmm. to see where they live and how they live and, and all that mm -hmm. good stuff. Mm -hmm. But it was so sad that I waited and I kept waiting and I couldn't visit with all three of them. And that's the sad part. That's a great word, by the way, Facebook user. I don't know who yeah, that is. I don't, I'm not sure courage. why it displays like that, but courage is a good one. I, yeah. uh, I certainly need more courage too. Um, this pandemic has made me such a wimp. <laughs> Well, courage and, and courage the um, is a lovely word. It's it definitely it was my word of the year a few years ago, and and courage comes from the French word for heart, cow. Oh. And so and so a lot of people don't realize that, but courage really is a heartfelt emotion. Uh -huh. And and in the work that Jim and I have done through the years, yep. we always say that the the first like we we always talk about the four principles of courage uh authenticity love and grace mm -hmm. and courage is always first because uh courage is the first step often in moving into that space of really loving and understanding yourself and uh and doing your personal work because it requires us looking at ourselves in such a heartfelt way that it can be challenging at times so I love that. I love the word courage. It's it's a it's a key, yeah, key principle. Um, the other thing I want to say about when you choose your word of the year, and and remember, um, I think some people hesitate to choose a word because they fear that they're eliminating everything else, uh -huh. and I don't. That's really not true. 
Um, one thing I did when I, I, took, I chose adventures, I just wrote it down in the center of a page and I kind of, I kind of wrote down all the other things that might support that, like joy or like peace or like travel or like curiosity. Those were kinds of things just to remind me that adventure doesn't stand alone. It's part of a constellation of things that just represents something I want to focus on now. And and the idea, again, is then if once you choose your word is to call it in uh, every day or several times a day. And it could be uh, a moment when you're feeling a little frazzled even and you just say, I got I need to stop, step away right now. And, and what is my word of the day, which is an intention. And I just get calm, take a deep breath and I go adventure or courage or compassion or balance, whatever it happens to be, uh-huh. and just kind of skip. It's just meant, it, in a way, it's meant to bring you, uh, center your energy, center and focus your energy. Oh, a new Facebook user. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's still uh, Monica. So I'm a big fan of Betty Healy. She has great advice <laughs> to help us love ourselves. Yes, she Monica does. and I have traveled many roads together. <laughs> yeah. We agree with you, Monica. That's why Betty's here today. <laughs> she is a wise woman. Yeah. And, you know, I think um, something like an intentionality could be more important for us than ever. I mean, Julia, to your point, and I heard what you were talking about. Um, I don't, I, I've kind of given up judging the government one way or the other because i honest to god as i think about it myself don't know what the right answer is anymore this new variant of uh, covid does not seem to make people sick and my god it's everywhere and um, i mean i think i don't know of anyone that i've spoken to has not been affected by it in some way this christmas either a, a, a family member a friend a colleague whatever we certainly had at least a dozen people in our network affected none of them have been sick as you said didn't seem to be much more than a cold doesn't mean it might not be for some people especially those who may not have been vaccinated we don't know but at at some point I, i guess i keep asking myself at what point do we stop all this madness (laughs) Madness. <laughs> yeah well at what point do we stop and have the courage to step back out again um yeah and 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 move back into uh, i don't think life's going to go back ever to the way it was before no um, but start in, in chewable chunks taking back our life and being able to go out and uh and and do things that we want to do. And, and I don't mean, I'm not trying to imply carelessly. I think you, we want to be mindful and thoughtful about what that looks like. And we have to choose for ourselves what feels right. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But a year from now, I am, I am hopeful that, you know, there's probably could be more variants of COVID, but as I think uh, you said, Julia, or, or my least one of you, um, there are many variants of the flu. Uh, yeah. There are m- many variants of getting a cold. As the, the, the virus is constantly changing, which is why we can get a cold or the flu over and over again. And I think the same is going to be true of COVID. We just have to yeah. start to wrap our heads around that. Yeah, my only issue with 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 COVID is that I am, you know, it's so brand new. Um, what's to say that it's not kind of like shingles that 10 years from now it's going to reactivate and, you know, I really would rather not have it. <laughs> I'd um, rather stay away. 
Well, you probably, and, and since you're probably both fully vaccinated, there's a good chance that even if you did get it, you know, like, um, I, as you know, with shingles, there's now a vaccine as mm-hmm. well. Yes, I got so no that. No vaccine is 100% guarantee. I mean, that's just, that. that's just the way. Yeah, it it's is. just the way it is. Yes. The so, way vaccines work. Yeah. And, uh, and that's a big misconception. People, you know, a lot of people think vaccine means it automatically means you're not getting it. And yep. it couldn't be further from the truth. So, yeah. so but anyways. So, but on that note, we could all join hands and start to join together and really set an intention for the healing of Mother Earth and the healing mm-hmm. of humanity. Yes, and, that's the other big thing. I mean, we've been so focused on COVID that yeah. we've kind of forgotten about, you know, climate change and and it's been in 2021 it's been worse than ever like um british columbia has been affected so hard mm-hmm. um right now in colorado um there's we've seen the hottest days ever recorded in canada this year this past year and uh, it's just getting worse you know mm-hmm. so we need we need to focus on mother earth for sure Mm-hmm. And of course, as Mother Earth heals, we heal. I mean, it's, it's, we, you know, I think this is where politicians and um, people who don't seem to understand that uh, mother, we are intimately intertwined and linked with uh-huh. Mother Earth energy. And so, um, again, if we, if we all take the time on a daily basis, my word of the year is adventure. I, I send out energy for the healing of Mother Earth and the healing of humanity. And our ability to move forward together in partnership in a way that is, in, in using your word, Julia, in balance. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think balance is, uh, uh, you know, everything in limitation. Like everything, you don't overdo anything. Like that's my my big issue from for 2020 and 2021 is that I've been tending to overdo stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's easy because, you know, being in, a, I'm talking COVID here, obviously, because, and it's easy because being in the media, I'm bombarded with um, mm-hmm. uh, press releases. It's just constant. It's just one after the other. Like right after this, we have a press conference with the premier. So, you know, it's, it's constant, but I need to, I need to be able to detach mm-hmm. and, 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 you know, counterbalance this with, other stuff because it's just it's just too much like i'm having a uh indigestion of covid <laughs> material yeah well and and yes and uh, i certainly had to uh, distance myself from the media um and i know you 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 the two of you really can't because that's partly your business but and you and being that you are your your purpose is positive news mm-hmm. you want to make sure that you keep find sources of information also that feed you uh, positive news. Like I get um, uh, from the Washington Post twice a week, I get something called The Optimist. Okay. Uh, I get C- CNN Good News. Good news. Yeah, yeah. me too. Yeah. So, you know, um, and other columns and things that really, I love reading a- um, Adriana Huffington's uh, editorials because she's always very uplifting and had a wonderful column yesterday on resilience. Uh, so, you know, know what, know what you want to read and know what you want to feed yourself. Um, and the the thing I love about intentionality, as I said, it's, 
I, I just want to reiterate that it's not a goal. There's no uh, distinct concrete outcome from an intention. It's about saying, this is really how I, what I want to fuel my life with. I want to fuel my life with joy. And then just watch for it. It's like that's watch for the, the signs and, and the uh, indications that that's happening and follow that energy. Um, it, because it, it will show itself to you in ways and means that you had no idea of. Whereas when we set things in, in goals, it becomes very black and white. And a goal kind of says, okay, here's what the, what the issue is. Here's what I want to achieve. That's the target. Zoom. Right. And it's yep. it's easy to set yourself for failure when you do something like that. Yep. Absolutely. And it's like the diets every well, <laughs> every exactly. first of January. Yeah. And so rather than saying I want to lose 20 pounds, I, I would say step away from the scales completely. Set the intention that I am, I am, I have a perfect healthy body. I am my perfect weight. And, and then just, and then use that to screen and to follow the signs and listen to your body and what you put in your mouth and, and what exercises you engage in. I mean, just, you know, let your, let your, the universe, if you will, feed you instead mm -hmm. of, yeah. I mean, I have to do that. I can get, I get very locked into weight issues and have all my life. And I've decided, I think three years ago that the scale so trigger me, I can't do that anymore. So it's about creating a new relationship with your body and, and with the, you know, everything. So, yeah, exactly. Uh, anyway, I hope that, uh, I hope that helps people. I, I love, um, you know, years ago, actually this month, as of January 8th will be the 25th anniversary of road signs. Oh, wow. And uh, um, in all those 25 years, I've never had a business plan. Wow. Some people could criticize that justifiably. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in the early years, I had a lot of goals, but there was a point probably about 10 years into the company where I really learned about the power of intentionality. And it would be more like I am attracting my perfect clients. I am attracting my perfect work. Mm -hmm. And um, and then it was like everything exploded. Like once I learned to unleash myself from specific goals, which were actually, while they seem to be motivators, were actually limiting because I would put on blinders and say, this is the way it has to be done, has to be achieved. And I couldn't see all the other possibilities that existed. Couldn't see the road signs. You couldn't see the road signs. That's yeah. Speaking of road signs, I just want to... Um, mention a little something that happened yesterday. So I have my, my friend Brock Frost, who's uh, on Facebook. Anyways, he posted a picture. He was out, um, I think, in a, probably a microbrewery or something like that. Anyways, he had this picture with these two individuals and he was, you know, saying that he was doing brainstorming and stuff. And, and Brock won like the number one um, mortgage broker in Ontario, the, the most producing or something like that. I don't know. Don't quote me. He won an award or some, some, some sort of recognition. Mm -hmm. Anyways, he takes his pictures with these two individuals and behind him, the sign, the first beer on the sign says first frost. 
Um, <laughs> so I, I I checked the picture and I saw that right away. It just jumped at me and he hadn't noticed it at all. He hadn't seen that it was there. And I'm like, if that's not a sign, you know, maybe you're going to be first in Canada this year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, exactly. I mean, it's, uh, and 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 so subtle right julia yeah oh yeah it's super subtle but it just jumped right at me i'm like what the heck you know (laughs) first frost what are the chances anyways that's a road sign for sure yeah that's what i love about your column betty i mean you named it because there are signs in the road there's signs all over the place and we don't always see them right away but like you said eventually they come and tell us what they meant well i have learned that if you ignore the sign like you may actually see it and you say but we're stubborn yeah well that's it you you pay attention to it you see it but you're in what we call tension like so Mm -hmm. there's three aspects of setting intentions so set the intention pay attention which is see the road signs Mm -hmm. but the third step is to be in no tension which is not to fight it because it's showing up for a reason and it maybe it's not perfect but at least to exercise the curiosity to examine what it is otherwise it'll come back and keep slapping you it's yeah it just it just shows you over and over again until you you finally say all right (laughs) pay attention to it <laughs> don't have to hit me anymore with it. <laughs> yeah, but I find human beings are so stubborn and and you know it it's uh it's really sad. Like I had a an experience with my son over the holidays and I just find it really sad that it it requires us to hit the freaking wall before we actually, you know, do something. So oftentimes it's just, you know, we have to hit the wall. And everybody around you is kind of looking at you, aiming for the wall, and they know it's coming. They're trying to wake you up, but still, you know, you just go for that wall. So, Julie, I mean, and and, and I would say this to my least, too, given the the end of the year you had. I mean, we do know that everything does happen for a reason. And for some reason, I don't, I didn't, I I mean, sometimes I look back and think, oh, yeah, right. Uh, But it's, it's all, it's all got a divine purpose. And yeah, we are stubborn. And sometimes we, it takes us longer to learn that lesson. But my Lisa, I mean, the big lesson for you will be to make sure you've created that time and space to be with yeah. your family and your children. Um, yeah. It's an unfortunate way to learn it. And then for you, Julia, if you don't want to hit the wall again, <laughs> <laughs> and we hope you don't, you may have a flat nose. Oh, um, I didn't hit the wall. My son did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But you know, again, you know, they, they, uh, we can't protect them. They've got to learn their own lessons and, yeah. and create all we can do is create the time and space for them to, to find their own way through that. And, but uh, you see, that's where the balance comes in as well, because mm-hmm. to me, like the problem is not enabling. I have a hard time, you know, putting my foot down and, and, and getting a boundary. That's another great word boundaries. Yeah. Boundaries. Um, but establishing the boundary and making sure that, you know, it's in balance that I, I do enough to help him, but I don't do too much to enable him. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's another. Yeah. And one of, one of the uh, tools that we use uh, with, with clients is uh, called Lumina learning. And one of the things that highlights is your different strengths. And there's uh, one of the balance points in there is the difference between accommodating and being uh, firm. 
and and kind of clear on your boundaries. And uh, I, I, I find and I'm using it right now in, a, in this leadership project with women um, and women are really, really do struggle often more than men with this not being overly accommodating and really learning how to bring in the other side, which is the fierceness and the toughness and um, the new model of self-compassion that I'm working with too talks about fierce self-compassion, which is really about not only being clear in our boundaries, but giving ourselves permission to state what the boundary is, you know, and, and the idea that no is a complete sentence. I don't have to. <laughs> well, don't you love that? I like that. I love that. <laughs> yeah, me too. And, and, you know, that, you know, we've used it in discussions around, um, when men are too forward with us and you say no to them and you say, and they still continue, we say no means no. Well, the same applies in so many of our relationships. No is a complete sentence is no means no. And I've even had to say to one of my former bosses and you note the word former, um, <laughs> uh, he really pushed the limits with me and I said no to him and he wouldn't accept it. And I, I actually ended up asking him, is there something you don't understand about the word? No. Mm -hmm. Wow. And that was the end of our relationship, but that was fine. It was it clearly not the perfect relationship for me to be in anyway. Mm -hmm. So when things like that, if, if we say no to people and they keep wanting to cross it, um, sometimes it's with children and they just want to test the boundaries. But if it's mm -hmm. with a colleague or someone like that, it really does want, it is kind of a road sign to say, step back and say, okay, what in this relationship is really necessary or is it, or am I pursuing it only because it's a habit? Yeah. Mm. Right. You know, um, and, uh, and, and, and that in, in itself, I mean, I think for us moving forward, all of us, particularly as professional women and entrepreneurs, which the two of you are, um, in business, we really have to know what that no, what our no's and our yeses are. That yeah. is correct. I'm, I'm learning, um, I'm learning to say no, because, you know, when you're, self-employed it's kind of hard to say no to money right like if a customer comes and and you know they're not the ideal customer at all and you know but but it's hard to say no because you know you need the money but I'm learning to to say no um to the ones that are not a good match with me mm -hmm. and to say yes to because it opens the door to 10 others that yeah. you know I would spend the time of 10 other customers on this one person that is not a good match. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, a, it's and 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 I, as I've learned and I think the last time I said yes to a client who I knew was not perfect for me, he created so much work and and he of course he didn't want to pay full fees. Mm -hmm. And I compromised on that. I accommodated too much and um we did it because of uh, another colleague of ours who asked us nicely to, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. It was a bad decision. And uh, boy, it was a really big learning. It slapped me in the face. I don't know how, how many times because he was so demanding and we're trying to plan a workshop and every, every day he changed the plan and that created so much more work. Mm -hmm. So to your point, Julia, absolutely. Even as an entrepreneur, we need to know who our perfect clients are 
and to say yes to them. And despite the, what might seem like a big financial implication, say no to the ones that we know aren't perfect because they will take up so much time and space. You can't get to your perfect clients. Yep. Exactly. Right? But it, it is a hard cause in business. Um, and, and, um, yeah, um, I mean, of course, I'm supposed to be retired, and evidently I'm not. <laughs> but that does give me more permission now than ever to say no. I'm only working really with one corporate client, but they're they're huge, and and the number of, amount of work and the projects that come from them is is huge as well. Uh, but uh, yeah, but and even with them though, only saying yes to the projects that really at this point in time resonate with my word adventure. Mm -hmm. and and legacy and joy the words i've had in the past awesome yeah well, well thank you so much betty for being with us today and and helping us start the new year on a great note yeah definitely um, yeah. i'll be on my lease for her to find her word <laughs> well, <laughs> unless it's unless you adopt self-compassion then then that's fine well, it's, it's, it's probably an element of what needs to happen in this upcoming particular period. Yeah. Of time. May not be the word for the entire year, um, but certainly uh, an element of it. And uh, yeah, and I wish everyone else the opportunity just to think about it. And remember, uh, even though you might narrow it down to one word that you're not eliminating others, it's just it's a, it's a word to give you focus and, ba and balance uh, Julia's word of the year for, the, for yourself and to help you to thrive in as we come out of, we are going to come out of this pandemic this year. Yes. Um, and so help you thrive and more than survive. We want to thrive. Yeah. All right. Wow. Thank well, you. this was Betty Healy. And she is one of the seekers writers, one of our contributors. We are so thankful that you are Betty because your columns are just wonderful. So Whenever the, the January Seeker is in print, we're a little delayed because of the holidays. But mm -hmm. once it comes out, you'll be able to read Betty's column. And I think I'm going to actually post it. Post today. it today. Yeah. Let's post yeah. Uh, the column today online and so people yeah. can read it. And uh, people can follow me on Facebook, too. As these guys know, I post the daily message. Um, yes. Which I, I mean, my, my mission, I guess you could say, is to keep us positive and yeah uh uplifted not naive but you know uplifted so if you, anyone... is is this on your um personal page or is this a road sign page no it's on my personal page on betty. your personal page okay yeah. oh yeah i see it every day betty i just love it <laughs> i love your i'll have wrote. to make a point to go and like it so i can see more of it <laughs> yeah. Yeah. all right well have a great day and have a good year Thank you. You too. And right. thank you. Thank you so much for joining us today. You've really made us uh, motivation, motivated and unhappy. I know I am. Okay. I think well, Julia is too. A pleasure. Thanks, guys. All right. Bye-bye. Thanks, Betty. Bye. Yeah. Oh, I'm I'm uplifted. I'm I'm ready to take on the year. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I knew it was a good uh, choice to have Betty join us today because we both needed that. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I always so. say she's a wise woman. She always knows what to say. 
she is. She's really, uh, she's really a, 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 a great motivator. And, you know, the show's called Monday Morning Motivation. So um, I think, you know, if we can choose a word for the seeker this year. Yeah. Um, I think I would, I would um, go back to positive. Well, that's what our word is our words always been positive yeah but in the last few years we've kind of you know lost track of that because it's been so negative all around us but i think we need to um we need to focus on positive this year you yeah i agree totally agree that will be our word positive. that will be our word for for the year <laughs> i mean everybody knows that the magazine itself the print version is always positive we do, yeah. you know, we do have a little bit of other stuff in there too. Sometimes it's in your editorial, but that's your space. Yeah. But on the whole, anything that gets into print has to be positive. If it's negative, it has to have a positive twist to, to be in there. But guys, our website, theseeker.ca does have all the news. It has everything. Positive plus the other word that I don't like to say. So check us out daily because our uh, our website is updated every day. Yep, yep. And uh, so we'll uh, bring you the new announcements that are taking place at 11. I don't know, it might be delayed because it's always, oftentimes delayed. I should say not always, but oftentimes delayed. Mm -hmm. So um, there'll be new announcements today uh, regarding new measures and uh, possibly schools i don't know but um we'll bring you that uh in the next hour or so i guess <clears throat> now i gail, know we're doing fine gail is asking how we are today we're doing okay and i know gail has said that her christmas decorations are up so are mine no she was asking you i see you still have your christmas decorations i still have mine i do i take mine down at little christmas which is january the 6th because uh i'm estonian and in our tradition if you take them down before january the 6th before little christmas it's bad luck for the rest of the year so guess what mine always come down on the 6th i always keep them up but in 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 here too usually we always used to take down the decorations on um what's it called um the wise men's day yeah, or something epiphany little christmas yeah. january the 6th yeah so that's that's how i was raised as well it was never okay. before that because my birthday is on january 5th and and i always had the decorations up for Jan january 6th so <clears throat> Yeah, as you can see in the background, I don't know, I'll turn it a bit. Remember those uh, paintings that we did? Way mm -hmm. in the back on oh, the yeah. wall. <laughs> I, I got mine up too. I we put cute. them up. Yeah, we as did. As uh... old presents are open, we're done with Christmas. Yeah. Oh, really? No, a lot of people are. I know a lot of people take them down right on Christmas Day, but no, I can't. And what I do is I'll take out anything that's like Santa related or the tree and stuff like that. But anything snow related, all my snowman stuff stays up until the snow is gone pretty well. So Yeah. Yeah, my snowmen stay up all winter too. And I think I'm going to keep my gnomes out. Yeah, because gnomes, you can. You can have <clears throat> gnomes out for the 
for the rest of the year. I'll have to show you what I found. Just one sec. I'll show you what I just picked up for myself. Okay. Oh, <laughs> that is so cute. I love that. It says gnome, sweet gnome. Yeah. That's I gorgeous. Of, I kind of went out, I, I don't know, like I say, with what happened in my life, I've, I've kind of spent quite a bit of time by myself, contemplating, thinking. I just needed that time out. And I think it was, um, it was, yeah, it would have been at, just after Christmas, I went out or, and just kind of visited a couple of stores and picked that up. I saw that and it. Uh, Where's where that from? It's that one's actually from Home Hardware. Oh, okay. They had all their Christmas stuff off fifty percent, and then I went to um, the one on Vincent Massey, the farm store. Oh yeah, TSC. Yeah, well, I don't know if it's that now. It's something else, but they've got some beautiful stuff too. So, cool. Not that I, not that I need anything Christmas. I really don't. I have like twelve totes of Christmas, and because we're building the house, the tiny house, I've got to downsize. But that was is going to look so cute at the front door. Nice. Very, yeah. very nice. Yeah, I just want to, again, something really pretty. I was showing Julia. My mother has been painting stuff like this. Like, this is the kind of stuff she does. She paints all kinds of plant pots. And this was the one that she gave me for Christmas. So it's just gorgeous. Like, it makes me I'm smile. jealous. Love sunflowers. And Can I adopt your mom? <laughs> and, well, she painted a lot of uh, plant, plant pots and gave them to the hospice because they have a little area for fundraising. And mm -hmm. I think she gave them about six or seven of them to put are in that area. Are there more sunflowers? Um, a lot of hers are very close to this. Oh, I'm going to go in. Sunflowers, but um, I know she's got about eight or nine of them on the go. She always has some on the go. So Nice. But they're just beautiful. That's good that she's doing that. It is. It is. And it's something that maybe we should start doing a little bit of too. I know my, my sister paints plant pots and she's concentrates on gnomes. Oh, she's got some really cute ones. So that's nice. I would like those too. Maybe I'll paint my own. Yeah. Well, maybe it's what, what is, what are they using? Acry um, acrylic? Yeah. Acrylic paint. Like acrylic paint. Yeah. yeah. Just like the ones hmm. we use for the paint night for the Santas behind us. So and then you pr you paint on it, and then you varnish it. Like Put this a, is this has two coats of varnish on it to okay. protect it. So nice. Well, maybe I'll give it a try. Do some adventurous stuff, like Betty said. <laughs> I think that's what we all need to do: is kind of change things up a little bit too. Yep, yep, yep. So um, on that note, actually, change uh, things up so that we have a balance. Wait a minute, Balance. there's another so, word. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, no, that's 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 what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to balance, you know, I'm, I'm trying not to be in my computer 24-7. I'm trying to balance it out with other stuff. Like I, I've been spending, like throughout the pandemic, I've been spending a lot of time with the kids, which is awesome, you know. Yeah. I've We've gone so close. Like I'm really happy about that. Good. But um, yeah, I need more balance. Yeah, I'll try and come up with a word today and I'll uh, I'll let you know. Let people but, know what it is. But the seek a word positive is definitely a good one. That's the one we're mm -hmm. going to use. 
Yep. So folks, All right. just let us know what your word is to put in the comment section. We're excited yep. to see. Let us know what your word is, and um, we're not going to be covering much events because uh, everything is kind of on hiatus again. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, if you have anything going on, you can go to theseeker.ca and post it in the calendar if it's a virtual thing, or um, yeah, just let us know what's going on, and uh, we'll see you next week. Have yourself a great day and a super duper week. Bye. Bye.